Hey there, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm your host, Jay Stagman. With me, as always, is my pal... Noelle Schmidt. That's right. Together, we host a show called High Spirits, in which two best pals drink alcohol and we talk about ghosts. Yes. Yep, all those things are true. Um, one of the things that you know from being a listener is that we are sponsored by booze companies. No. Uh, no? Well, we drink booze. And we showcase the booze that we're drinking. Interesting. Yet, I, by law, am required to say that they give us no money. Well, Zero I dollars. have a Jeep Patriot parked outside that <gasps> I assumed came from sponsorship. A maybe, Jeep, eh? Maybe I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> there might be an Uber driver uh, that I have, I have your vehicle. Oh, anyway. Okay. Uh, nevertheless... Noelle, which booze company is sponsoring you? Uh, tonight I am drinking Silk and Spice Red Blend. Silk and Spice and everything nice. That looks amazing. I know. I really like that label. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a cartographer wine. Uh huh. Because there's a map on it. Yeah. Um, We're doing spice trade. That looks like. Yeah. Por- uh, product of Portugal. Huh. So that's you know the very s- the southern Europe. Very pretend. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am drinking a beer called Vallejo. It is from Half Acre Beer Company right here in Chicago. Yep. They are a good-ass beer company. We like them. We like them so mm-hmm. much. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to their um, facility on Balmoral, should you have to tinkle, and I would imagine if you're drinking, <laughs> you should have to, you get to walk through their factory. Correct. Oh, and it smells like delicious, delicious hops. Mm-hmm. Which to me smells good. To other people, it smells a little bit like raccoon urine and or weed. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the hops. I know you're not. So so it's a little intense for me. To me, I spend extra time. So much so that I sometimes wonder, I, I, I have a little fear of maybe people think I'm spending a little too long in the bathroom. Ah, uh, could be, could be. Yeah, what is she doing? What's happening back yeah. there? It's a nice, it's a lovely area. They've got all of the barrels stacked up they nicely do. on the wall, mm-hmm. and the lighting's really nice. Uh, they have a um, uh, cat. There's a bar cat? Well, it's not a bar cat. It's a it's a warehouse cat. <gasps> I didn't, I... How, You've never seen the cat? No. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It might be like a Hilda, because it, it, it seems like it's a mouser. It uh, hangs out in the... Hilda's my cat. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> no, I cat. Uh, I think your cat is sponsored to us by, um, who's, who, who brought us your cat? Oh, uh, uh, Treehouse? Nope. Um, Fido. Um, God. Are you just saying words? No, something Fido. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to look that up. Well, High Spirits, uh, uh, spo- we're sponsored by, uh, Rescue, uh, Animal Companies. Companies? Yeah, sure. <laughs> rescue... Well, I'm looking it up. Famous Fido is the rescue work of a cat. Sorry. Yeah. Everybody go to Famous Fido. Please never, 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 never go to a pet store. Adopt. Don't shop. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's so smart. Say it twice. Adopt. Don't shop. That's right. And also get your pets spayed and neutered. So, uh, Noel, anything you want to catch us up on? Uh, I recently saw Deadpool 2, and everyone should go out and see it. Uh, is that the one that takes place in a pool where everyone's dead, too? <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> okay. There, there might be a moment in that movie when that actually happens. What is a Deadpool? A Deadpool is a comic book character from the Marvel universe, and uh, Ryan Reynolds has brought that comic book character to life on the on the silver screen, and it is a delight. Well, while you were Please busy doing it. that, 
I watched uh, Kimmy Schmidt. I haven't watched that yet. There are only six episodes mm-hmm. thus far. Sorry, I was mid-drink. And so I did not know that. So when episode six ended, I was like, duh, fook. Are they doing more? Or th- there's only six this season. Why would I look that up? I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that's it. Listen, I am so... I, I, I spend 23 and a half hours in uh, rage. Yes. In righteous right. indignation, apoplectic rage. Why would I look up something that can soothe me? That's why we only have an hour to get this in. Because I have to go and be angry about something that is happening. Um, also, what what is... Riddle me this. If yeah. I'm not there, what is Chris Hayes doing? Nothing. If I'm not there, what is what is the Kornacki doing? Probably sitting with his glasses crooked. <laughs> <laughs> get it together, Kornacki. Oh you make too much money for your glasses to Jesus be that crooked. Christ. I hey. love him so much. Everybody who listens to High Spirits <laughs> and um, Steve Kornacki, we're hoping you do. <laughs> We love you so much, and we we, we both, talk about you. We both follow you on Twitter. We do. We follow you on Twitter, and uh, dare I say, you are one of the most adorably passionate men I have ever seen. We may text about you often, like, <laughs> did you see Kornacki by the big board today? What happened to his hand? Something what, happened, like, what, recently, dude, what happened to your hand? What happened to your hand? He, It's like wrapped in a yeah, bandage, Kornacki and it's been there for a while. Got the injured. I think that he sliced his hand in like a Blood Brother tribute. You think so? Yeah. You think he's like a skull and bones type guy? <laughs> I hope so. I, I really think it was kayaking. I think he's bad at it. <laughs> That's probably what And happened. what about Joanne? Joanne Reed, what is she doing without me? Well, she's dealing with a lot of controversy. What is that? Well, what does um, she do? She, they keep unearthing these things from this old blog of hers where, uh, First, it was she's homophobic, and now oh, uh, there joy. was there was a which she apologized for. So of course, she also claimed that she was hacked. So it's kind of a little bit of both. Sure. And then um, I was hoping you were going to say mm, hi, yeah. but you're going to say it this way. She was claiming she was ha ha. Uh, <laughs> I like it. when people say that they were high, if they say it like that, like Cartman. Well, yeah, like Cartman, but also like Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you want to get ha? Ha. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Um, Well, okay, so strike Joanne Reed from the record, but I typically enjoy her. My my Google newsfeed is all full of it. There's something recent, there's another recent thing where she. Well, Katie Tour, my God, I love her. Wonderful. Yeah. Do you think she's pregnant? I don't care if she is. Well, do you, I mean? I, I mean, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Is she hiding it from us? I don't know. Behind I think that she might be, desk? I think she's doing a Claire Huxtable <laughs> is what I think is happening. Look at you sitting behind that desk yep. reporting the news, all pregnant and Walking stuff. onto set with groceries, <laughs> the baguette and celery sticking out of the top. Well, those are the MSNBC <laughs> uh, correspondents that we no, like. No, we're not finished. Hallie Jackson, Hallie Andrea Jackson. Mitchell. You know, who, you know who's grown on me quite a bit? No. Stephanie Rule. I can see that. The role is good. She's good stuff. She's feisty. She's feisty. Yeah. Um, and of course, the Queen Bee. Sure. We don't even need to say her name because we all know who she is. Um, let's say it together. Right. <laughs> I was just making sure that we were going to say the th- same thing. Why, who would we say? Allie Velshi. No. Okay, <laughs> just please. kidding. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Rachel Maddow. I don't like to do things in unison. Um, <laughs> You're also busy peeing. <laughs> 
just kidding. That was wine pouring. Anyway, well, that all went terribly, and I hope we edit all of that out. Nope. Um, okay. I also like my Nicole Wallace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's good stuff. She's great. Oh, and let's not, I mean, we've literally gone through the entire day. <laughs> Except for Craig Melvin and Ari, Ari Melvin. What's his name? Ari Melper. Oh, yeah. Who's actually really funny to me. He's very funny. Yeah. Uh, and Lawrence. I don't like Lawrence. And Brian Williams. I, don't I like think Brian. that is now. We won't even speak of those Morning Joe people. Oh, no, no. We don't like the Morning Joe. We don't. I don't like the Brian. I don't like the uh, Chris Matthews. And the. Um, <laughs> Meet the press guy. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the hair. You're doing the hair. I like him. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. Grow not me. Bad hair. Used to hate him. Now I like him. I used to hate him, but now I, like I him love now. him. I'm pretty positive that we have gone through the entire Monday through Friday MSNBC lineup. It's possible. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the show in which we talk about ghosts, but for some reason we... So, t- <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Fox viewers. <laughs> for some reason, we talk a lot about MSNBC. Uh, why? We don't know. Can't um, help it. I don't know why I'm looking for my paper. I'm not doing anything today. No, you are not. I am. And um, Noel, did we uh, finish my movie moment? Yeah, you Deadpooled it. Yeah, and then Kimmy Schmidt did. I've watched some others, but not worth mentioning. Okay. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, you had a birthday. So did you? Yeah, I did. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We went uh, to karaoke. We did, and we burned it down. Two years in a row, we've done this now. Did we do it last year? We did it last year too. <laughs> And it's funny. I don't remember. It's funny because my brother had to remind me of that. Did and we do it last year with your brother too? Yeah. Yeah. We what sure, is wrong with that? We sure did. And uh, oh he was like God. pretty much exactly the same. It <laughs> could not have been any different. Uh, when I signed that bill at the end of the night, I was like, oh, oh, this is familiar. <laughs> Actually, didn't even know it until the next morning. And I was like, I was like, oh, I could have bought like a Jeep Patriot. <laughs> I guess I probably should owe you some money for that room. You know what? At this point, it doesn't matter. And I'm not trying to money grub. But I was like, oh, I didn't ask it. I just didn't ask it. I didn't think about it. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's the experience. We'll talk about that later. Anybody else from uh, who listens to the show who went karaoke with us, you can Venmo me. <laughs> As a birthday present. Uh, also, I really don't give a shit. But it was very, very surprising to get that. Like, it's a lot of... It's... it's Yeah. It's well, fun. and here's the deal. That place used to give you either a basket of bacon or a basket of fries when you ordered two pitchers of beer for $54. And now it's not quite that much, but it might as well be. Now, just the beer. And I'm still paying $54. For two beers, $54? No, it's it's not quite that much, but it feels like it. It feels like it. It feels like it. It's not like I was... Uh... So I was recently in Las Vegas... Oh, I missed it so Not much. Not because I like Las Vegas, because I actually kind of I love it. dislike it very yes, much. High spirits. Um, Noelle asked me to go, and I, of course, said yes, and then I had to say no. And why did I say no? Besides the fact that last summer, um, many, many people were shot and murdered and killed there. Uh, but there was a very specific reason because why. Because I, I was going to a punk rock music festival? Yes. <laughs> I cannot abide. That's uh, like, it's honestly like you asking me to go, like, um, down to the Dollar Tree and talk to the guy about Oxycontin. Like, I can't. No, those are two very, very, very different things. No, in good conscience, I cannot let this continue. I can't. This behavior is. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I took another friend and we had a great time. Um, but I bought two drinks for us on Fremont Street. 
Free monster. Oh, and they love me. Uh, it was $37 for two drinks. Uh, but my mistake was I ordered a Makers and Diet, and he said, would you like the big one? And at that point, I was like, yeah. Sure. And it was like, I think it was like the, the size of... <laughs> it was a Slurpee. It was the size of a, a Slurpee. A like a, a big gulp. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> and then oh he was like, $32. And I was like, well, I should definitely tip you $5 because it took you a long time to mix that giant drink. If and I may add to this. full of half a bottle of Maker's Mark. So then I was like, well, now... I must finish this because I spent all this money on yeah. it. And I don't remember much from that point on. Sure. I like took it. I went back to Shano, my friend with her beer. And I was like, this was really expensive. We have to make sure we drink all of these drinks. <laughs> and then we don't know what happened. No, but you do have a Mike Tyson tattoo on your face. I do. But you weird. know what? Worth it. Uh, worth it. Can I say this? Yeah. Not many people have the cheekbones for it. <laughs> Thank you. But you pulled it off. Thank um, you. One last thing before we get started, it goes, because whatever. It's, we're, we're, we're 12 minutes in. Um, 13, <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> I recently saw Mean Girls on a Broadway. Oh, Broadway. Yeah, I saw it on Broadway. Um, I don't want to talk um, too much about it, um, because I'm not that enthusiastic about the production, um, which I really thought I would be. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so bummed for you. I know. I am, too. Right in my wheelhouse, and it was just kind of, um, I don't know if I'm even using any of these words correctly, swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, swing uh, and a miss. So at intermission, <laughs> I go to the bar. So I, of course, pee. Like I run to the bathroom and I pee and I uh-huh. go to the bar. And I texted my friends who had gone uh, elsewhere. Um, hey, do you want me to buy you a drink? And they were like, thank God. They both said no. I got one wine. Why? They, they were, aren't drinkers? No, they, they, they just were like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Because the lines were so long. I see. I the see. lines were crazy. Okay. So I get my one wine, $28. Broadway. 28 And it was 32 ounces? They gave you a bottle. I don't know. I honestly. I How don't. many ounces of wine did they give you? Well, I blacked out after I um, <laughs> took Oxycontin from the from guy the down by the Dollar Tree. Yeah, of course. <laughs> No, but I was like, I actually took his out His name's t- Tim. Yeah. He's <laughs> very nice. Um, I think his name is quote Tim quote. Because <laughs> I don't think it's Tim. But um, <laughs> we, nope, Tim. we know him better as his uh, <laughs> prison number, uh, 3522410. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is also tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. yeah. Which is very handy, mm-hmm. uh, Tim. Helpful, helpful to identify him. <laughs> Yeah, $28. I handed her a 20 thinking, Yeah, thinking, this is more than generous. <laughs> I don't and then remember. she said there will be, that, that would be $8 more. It was the most fucked up thing in the entire world. Interesting. Anyway, should you go to New York, see something else? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, to that end, <laughs> Sorry. Tina has enough money. She's good. She's, she's good. She's good. She's a nice girl from Ohio. Who she's not from Ohio. She's from uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> she is from Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're just making up a backstory for her. I just remember in her book she talks about driving to Ohio. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, the O. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right next to Pennsylvania. Or, it was so close. or is when Gail comes, she has an O. Oprah. That is. <laughs> her friend. Are we Oprah. Edit that out. No. Gail. Gail. All right. Um. Noel, do you want to talk about ghostesses? I wish we would start. Yes. <laughs> My God. Uh, we are going to go 
uh, as Marty McFly did, we're going to go back in time. Do you know that Huey Lewis had to cancel his tour because he has some throat problems? That makes sense to me. Yeah, poor guy. You know, back in the day, doctors would just shoot cocaine into, they would take a... Uh, hypodermic needle and shoot cocaine into the um, focal cords of like a one Frank Sinatra. And? and Success. Success. I thought you were going to say that they would shoot any singer that lost like <laughs> their voice. Like a horse. Like put them down. Like Seabiscuit? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't, I had never saw Seabiscuit, so well, that's not how it ended. I don't, I don't believe that's how it ended. I also haven't seen it. <laughs> Did Seabiscuit like get taken off on a bicycle <laughs> from his friends <laughs> and go back to his planet? <laughs> I hope so. I hope or if so. I'm, am I conflating that with something else? Yes. Anyway, you were saying we're gonna go back in time. Uh, we are going to Tombstone. Oh, Wow Wow West. Yeah. Wow Wow West. Okay, that's right. We are going to the Wow Wow West of uh, America back in the eighteen. Uh, 18- 70s, 1880s. Okay. To okay. the OK Corral and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to uh, visit ourselves a ghost town, y'all. I figured today I would be very literal when I was um, trying to find some research and I was uh, putting in the words ghost. I was like, town. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm just kidding. It didn't happen that way. I was listening to Huey Lewis in the news and I was uh, daydreaming about Michael J. Fox and and then suddenly and then you, Kevin Costner. you were thinking about uh, how dare you go to Wyatt Earp and not the delightful Tombstone, the movie starring Val, Kat, uh, Val, Kilmer, Val Kilmer and Kilmer. Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's great. Oh, that movie. And, and Val Kilmer. Bill Paxton. God, that movie's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. And <laughs> Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott. Uh, Sam. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. God, also, movie. these movies are not the same as Young Guns or Young Guns 2. Nope. Totally they different. They just feel the same. Nope. Nope. Hey, if you want to watch Young Guns or Young Guns 2, That's uh, fine. go ahead and do that. That's fine. Don't pause now. If you have to pause, just watch The Craft. Oh, P.S. I just learned that if you have Comcast, um, <gasps> The Craft is on demand. What the? What? You're welcome, everybody. Turn this off. We're going to stop so we can watch The Craft. We're going to watch The Craft. We'll be back. <laughs> Boom. Noel, that movie is so good. Holy shit. God. Every time. God, every time. <laughs> every time. One wonders why Ben Stiller and uh, Christine Taylor got a divorce. Couldn't make it work. Couldn't make it work. Well, she's pretty terrible in that movie. Well, As in a terrible person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. she's a good actor. I like her. Yeah, I do too. I enjoy her. And Ben Stiller, it's, it's weird that he has so many muscles, but still comes off looking dorky. Yeah. He just cannot make that work. No. Anyway. Tombstone. We're going to get to ghosts eventually. <laughs> Tombstone, y'all, is a historic city uh, in Arizona. It was founded in 1879 by a prospector whose name is Ed Schifflin. Um, yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, got ourselves a German on our hands. Ugh. Yeah. Um, it was a boom town in okay. the American frontier. The, the town grew significantly in the mid 1880s, uh, and local mines produced 40 to 85 million in silver. Wow. Yeah. Arizona was like, like silver town. Yep. Silver town, USA. Um, its population grew from 100 to 14,000 in less than seven years. 
Uh, I already mentioned it, but it's best known for its uh, uh, OK Corral gunfight. Yes. Now, before we go any further, something we need to talk about. When a town out west in the late 1880s, mid-1880s, grows from a population of 100 to 14,000 in less than seven years. Noel, pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Are most of those people men or women? Mans. <laughs> they are mans. <laughs> yep, they're mans. Uh, if a woman is there, she's either a missionary, a preacher's wife, a teacher, or a... Seamstress. That's right. <laughs> Uh, and seamstress is code for uh, sex worker. Yes. Or yeah. prostitute. Yeah. Sex prefer, work. We prefer sex worker. We prefer sex worker. I think it's more like on the nose of what they have to do. Yeah. Yeah. They have to work for it. Um, within two years of its founding, um, Tombstone had a bowling alley, four churches, an ice house, a school, two banks, three newspapers, uh, and 110 saloons. <laughs> It additionally had 14 gambling halls and numerous dance halls and brothels. All of these businesses were situated uh, on top of a large number of silver mines. Uh, the ladies and gentlemen of uh, Tombstone attended operas presented by visiting acting troops at uh, Shippelin Hall Opera House. And miners and cowboys saw shows at the Birdcage Theater and Brothel. I just can't believe, like, how accurate the movie Tombstone is to everything you're saying. Because yeah. all of these things happen in that movie. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember it. So. This reminds me of Deadwood. But I didn't want to do well, Deadwood. Deadwood. Yeah, Deadwood yeah. 2. Um, Deadwood 2, the sequel to Deadwood? Yes. <laughs> Electric like Deadpool 2. <laughs> no. Totally different. Um, uh, the, uh, yeah, like Kurt Russell goes to the theater with his wife uh-huh. and meets, and I, and this is actually true to Wyatt Earp and that's where he meets his, uh, mistress, mistress who becomes like his second wife yeah. who was an actress, but she was in a she touring was, group. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you uh, going to say all that later? Well, it was, but I'm not going to now. Um, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I think what was nice about what you said is that you called her an actress. I did. In most of my notes, she was not referred to as an actress. Ah, well, they made it look nice. She's the nice lady from, um, oh, shoot. She's a person from other movies and things and shows in the past. Wow. You're I welcome. think you failed your dementia test. <laughs> yeah. She's a nice person from all the things and the stuff in the movies from the past. Flavin. Okay. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'll stop talking. That's now. all right. Did you have a Robitussin before this? I just... Um, no, no more questions. <laughs> I'm just so excited that you're doing Tombstone because I love, uh, I love this story. Aside from all the death. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh huh. Well, so just so you know, um, right. uh, Kurt Russell, otherwise known as Wyatt Earp, uh, mm-hmm. they, his um, second, his simultaneous to his first wife, his second wife was a. They called her more of a prostitute. Yeah. That's okay. Um, That's fine. Girls gotta eat. Yeah. Um, under the Oldest surface. Profession. That's right. Under the surface uh, of everything going on in this new town, um, you might have followed the politics of Deadwood on HBO. Yes. Um, there was a lot of um, political conflict, right, between people who are trying to be mining capitalists, people who are trying to be ranchers, um, whether they wanted to settle with America, whether they wanted, meaning the United States, whether they wanted to be their own um, state or move in with another state. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, 
wiggle room out there in the West, which is the wild, wild West. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to interrupt, but I love how you said move in with another state. Like that's a huge commitment and a big decision. It is. It is. It is. I mean, there's a whole thing right there, but yeah, there was that whole thing in, um, uh, Deadwood. Do you remember that North Dakota wanted Uh them to be a part of North Dakota? And they're like, we don't think so. Yeah. We know where you're headed, North Dakota. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Sin City. We see you with all of your nothing. oil. Yeah, you're nothing until you have a big oil boom. That's right. Um, they're kind of they're kind of wild, wild westing right now. Yeah, they're wet. They're they, they're they're killing it. Um, uh, Tombstone was only about thirty miles from the U.S. Mexico border, mm-hmm. um, and so there was an open market for uh, uh, stolen cattle. So, um, betwixt the ranches between Mexico and Arizona, um, there was an organi- organized crime group of outlaws called the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, they were constantly, they were into, you know. Bad stuff. Fuckery. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mischief. Yeah, that's a better word for it. Yeah. Um, now, the Earp Brothers. The degenerates of their days. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> The Earp Brothers, which I'll get to, so don't pooch any of this shit. I'm not. I'm Wyatt, Virgil, and Morgan, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Doc Holliday, arrived in December uh, 1979 to the mid-1880s. 1879. What did I say? 1979. I'm so sorry. Which 18... was a very good year. That was a very good year. <laughs> that was a year you might have been born. We don't Maybe. Know. We're still up. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. I meant 1879 and 1880. Um, there was a fire... In 1886, that destroyed the Grand Central Hoist and Pumping Plant, and it was unprofitable unprofitable to rebuild those costly pumps, which led a little bit to the degeneration of uh, Tombstone itself and sort of led a little bit to its uh, uh, eventual ghost townery. Got it. Um, I'm just thinking about all those people wearing... All of that really heavy clothing in the desert and how hot that is. Yeah, it's very cold at night. I know, but during the day, like, they're, those ladies in their petticoats and those big dresses and the guys in the full suits. Sure, you're thinking of also those ladies were probably hanging around there. <clears throat> Places of business, maybe. And, uh, they're probably trying to cover neg- up some smells. Yeah, they were probably douching wearing negligees and smoking opium, let's be honest. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I'm sorry if that came out as crass, but that uh, one thing to know, if you were, a, um, let's say, seamstress in the 1880s, there weren't that many uh, <clears throat> pregnancy uh, prevention methods. Right. And uh, the thought, the, the, the practice, the age-old French practice of the vaginal shower, which is a douche. <laughs> Kept many children off the planet. I'm just kidding. It didn't work. Rhythm method. It's the only way to go. Uh, Success. Well, because uh, things started to go downhill, um, the city's population uh, dwindled um, by 1910 as low as uh, uh, 664 people. Dang. Yeah. So you might remember in the heyday, 14,000 people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, about 50 years later... 646 just sticking around and seeing seeing if silver would ever be worth something again nope 
Let's talk a little bit about Wyatt Earp. Uh, Wyatt Earp lived from um, 1948 to 1929. 1848. Do I keep saying 19? Yeah. God damn it. He lived negative time. Yeah. He was the one. <laughs> he was the one. <laughs> We're going back in time. Back, 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 back. You guys. She's staying. I'm sorry. No, I just want to say, Silk and Spice, killing it. Yeah. I'm drinking it way too fast. Yeah, it's really delicious. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so, Wyatt Berry Stab Herb, uh, born in 1848. Berry, and... Berry Space Stab? Yeah. Or, or, okay. Uh, to 1929. Now, Wyatt Herb uh, actually has legendary status here in America. Um, so, I'm going to say some nice things about him. Uh he was at different times a constable, a city policeman, um, a county sheriff, a deputy U.S. marshal. He was also a teamster, a buffalo hunter, a bouncer, a saloon keeper, a gambler, a brothel keeper, a miner, and a boxing referee. Or as we like to call him in the uh, wild, wild west, a lawman. A lawman. Yeah, he was a renaissance man. Yeah. Um, we have a tendency to deify him, maybe because of these movies. Yes. He was kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he wasn't on the right side of the law, he certainly was on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. Is really what that was about. He was more or less lawless. Yeah. I would say. He was always kind of, like, reluctantly being shoved uh, sheriff badges and being like, well, I guess. <laughs> Fine. He had a best friend. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> No, he had a best friend, um, John Henry Doc Holliday. Mm -hmm. Doc Holliday lived from 18, I did it right that time, 1851 to 1887. He was a gambler, a gunfighter, most importantly, a dentist. At the age of 21, Holliday earned a degree in dentistry from the Pennsylvania College of Dental Surgery. I didn't realize that we had dental surgery that long ago. We did. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, he originally set up his practice in Atlanta, Georgia, but he was soon diagnosed with tuberculosis. Uh, you might remember from the movie Val Kilmer constantly coughing into <laughs> handkerchiefs and yes. bleeding. Mm -hmm. uh, the same fate uh, uh, beheld our uh, beloved Nicholas Kidman in Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. A lot of pretty uh, vomiting of blood. Yeah. 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 Beautiful people sweating, <laughs> vomiting blood. I, I believe if you and I had TB, we wouldn't look so nice. Probably not. They get very pale and they just like sort of casually. <sighs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this, but I love that you movie. You love that movie, yeah. Um. Anyway, hoping, hoping that the climate in the American Southwest would uh, ease his TB, uh, Doc moved to that region, which is how he got out there. He became a gambler and um, found himself, uh, tried to become, most of the time he was a doctor in Arizona. However, Doc had some issues. Mm-hmm. So, loved his women, loved his gambling, loved his fuckery, so. Yep. Um, <laughs> not the kind of um, a doctor that you want to make a, like, a, if they're like, would you like to make an appointment to see your doctor six months from now? You don't know if he's going to be alive. Yeah. He's also going to lean over your face with TB. Right. Does he have a backup? Uh, he might have had a dental hygienist, otherwise known as a seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe preoccupied with French showering. She's busy. 
<laughs> She's busy. Um, anyway, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm pooching something here, but I want you to know that just because I like my doc holiday, um, early death died at 36. Ugh. Did not hang around for a long time. Not a yep. long at all. That, uh, tuber- uh, tuberculosis, blah, 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 that tuberculosis got him pretty early. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Okay. So you guys, Tombstone was most famous for this gunfight at the OK Corral. Yep. Um, I'm going to kind of explain to you guys what happened. Um, you certainly can watch a ton of movies. Um, they somehow cinematically make this last for two hours, <laughs> but just, just take a quick listen. I'm going to make this last for four minutes. There are going to be certain things that are difficult to understand. Um, I'm going to try to make it easy for you because I researched this for hours and hours. The real truth of the matter is Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday were not quote unquote good people. Um, by which I mean, they are not the heroes that you see. Ouch. In these movies. Oh, I know it must hurt. It but hurts. It, so it's not a very clean line. Like when you get to the historical um, reference point, I, I mean, honestly, I was like, I didn't know that's how that went. I didn't know people were taking like cheap old pot shots at each other. I didn't, I didn't know that this was over like whatever. Yeah. But it, it, it's not as clear cut as like, let's meet each other at noon and be honorable men. Right. Not like that at all. It's not like Alexander Hamilton and... and <laughs> who were who you trying to I say? I don't even know but Who are you referencing? Alexander Hamilton and the, that <laughs> other fellow. <laughs> that Burr guy. Aaron Burr. Yes. I just like the way that you were trying to say Alexander. Alexander I don't know what's happening to me. Oh my god. Me. That's the name in by Salamander. <laughs> I got it for my birthday from Lincoln Karaoke. <laughs> It's stuffed. Uh, <laughs> I spent way too much money on that salamander. <laughs> Twice in a row, you don't say. What? Two we- years in a row. Wow. Yeah. I think if I looked it up on my phone, I would find the pictures from last year. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It might. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We make bad decisions right around our birthdays. Yep. Uh, so... On the evening of March 15th, 1881, three cowboys attempted, these are the cowboys that I was referring to that um, uh, stole cattle back and forth between Mexico and Arizona. Mischief makers. Mischief makers. Uh, three cowboys attempted to rob a Kinnear and Company stagecoach carrying $26,000 in silver bullion. In today's money, that would be around uh, $659,000. That is so, Wow. They were en route from uh, Tombstone to Benson to the nearest railroad freight terminal. What? Let, let me ask you this. Uh-oh. No, no, no. What do you think those cowboys are going to do with that money? Do you think that those three are going to take it back to the rest of the gang and share it with them? Or do you no, think I don't gonna, think so. They're going to they're gonna go be rich? I think they were going to hightail it. Yeah. It's a lot of money back then. Yeah, and they were not they were not the nicest men. It wasn't like a cadre of... It wasn't like a fraternity of yeah, let's, yeah. let's all share. Okay. I think they're going to go up to California and they's going to take the money and run. Yeah. And by the way, gold. Yeah. (laughs) Back then. Um, uh, so we won't get into it at all with Wyatt Earp because we're just going to do tombstone, but Wyatt Earp went all the way around the West. He was everywhere. Yeah. He was in Los Angeles. He was, um, uh, (laughs) he was everywhere. Los Angeles moving on. No, (laughs) (laughs) he's the, the amount of exploring that these, um, uh, Wild West people did was pretty extraordinary. What they would do is they would they would go somewhere, try to make uh, 
money off of gambling or some sort of like entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial idea fuck up big time and then on delay that i mean that's that is really impressive for that time to travel that far of a distance yeah like every two years they would just pack it up and go somewhere on the train or they would they go on horse either way train train or horse i mean that's a very long the trains were being made at that time by our uh asian american uh yes people i'm familiar yeah um Let's see. So they were trying to get to the nearest uh, freight terminal near Drew Station, just out of Contention City, which I love the name of that Contention yeah. City. They're not even trying right there. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this people in this town don't get along. What should we call it? <laughs> Contention City. It's probably like in between, like two like fighting sure. neighborhoods. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, just outside of Contention City, the popular <laughs> and well-known driver Eli Bud Philpot and a passenger named Peter Rurig, uh riding in a rear dicky seat were both shot and killed. Wait. That's me going backwards. Yeah. Uh, what's a dicky seat? Uh, a dicky seat is kind of like one of those um, on top of a, like, uh, it's like, should I look it up? Yeah, you can. It's it's basically like a like a like a trundle seat on, on a wagon. Oh, oh, okay. I gotcha. I but but you, you can look it up if you want. Yeah. Sorry. A rear dicky seat. I just thought. <laughs> um Deputy US Marshal Virgil Earp and his temporary deputies and brothers Wyatt Earp and Morgan Earp pursued the cowboys suspected of these two murders. This set off a chain of events that culminated on October 26, 1881, in a gunfight in a vacant lot owned by famous photographer C.S. Fly. Um, near, by the way, this actually didn't happen in the OK Corral, which is fascinating, but why not for ease? OK Corral. But um, it happened um, in a place actually called Fremont Street. But uh, oh. the lawmen and Doc Holliday killed. Tom McClory, Frank McClory, and Billy Clanton for the murders that they had committed. Okay. So, anyway, these three cowboys killed two men, and so then these three lawmakers killed these three men. Okay. This is what the OK Corral is famous for. Got it. Yeah. Um, it is so famous, I wondered why it kind of sounds a little less dramatic than I thought. I suppose you had to be there. I mean, that's a lot of people dying and being injured. Right. But it's not the Alamo. It's not like it. It's it's I don't want to I don't want to discount their lives, but it's it's five. Right. Mm-hmm. Making sure my math is correct. Yeah. Um, it's. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. But at the same time, for it to be as famous it's as so it famous. is, to your point. That's crazy to me that because oh. because I thought it was more. You think it's more. You also I think it's because of all of the cinema. It's drawn out mm. so much. Yeah. And so maybe there's something about the drama of it because it's a shootout. So maybe it's just that the shootout yeah. went for so long. I think they also cast really hot people. I mean, traditionally, the guys that they cast as the cowboys probably not hot. Not so hot. Trying to remember Wyatt or Earp, which I've only seen once, and I eh. is that the Kevin Costner? Yeah. Hmm. 
Want to talk about ghosts? Uh, I, yes. Okay, let's talk about ghosts. Allen Street, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you know, the OK Corral is located on Allen Street, 308 East Allen Street. Okay. Um, the cowboy ghosts have been seen wandering around the OK Corral. So, there's that. Are they looking for a fight? Probably. Looking for some silver? Yep. They probably don't know they're dead and they might be, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just trying to get away from the Earth right. Brothers. Uh, the streets of Tombstone themselves are said to be pathways of many of a lingering spirit, one of which is the long-dead Marshal Fred White, who was accidentally shot by a cowboy faction leader, Curly Bill Brokus. Mm-hmm. Um... White, who was the first marshal of Tombstone, had gained the respect of the Clanton gang um, and had arrested, quote, unquote, cowboy members on numbers on a number of occasions. Um, So anyway, the cowboys did not like him uh, and they murdered him Um, in the early morning of October 28th. Curly Bill and several of his cohorts were making sport by shooting up the town. So you can encounter these ghosts or at least the residual energy of them thinking that they still run mm-hmm. the show at Tombstone. Can you imagine, though, like living in that town and what that fear must be like when these guys, because you said 14,000 people. Oh, they were, they were totally and, lawless. And, and, and I know that, the, you know, there had to have been like some families and some children. I mean, there were yeah. obviously children. The good there. news is weapons sucked. But still, like, stray bullets, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, but weapons... That's a, weapons suck. So that means there are probably more stray bullets, or, like, they oh, go sure. off in yeah. a direction not intended. And, I mean, that's just horrifying. But you are more likely to die. I mean, depending if you got shot in the gut or the head or the heart, you are more likely to die from infection. Like syphilis or... Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of infection. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, on Allen Street, there's another cowboy uh, ghost, that of a man moving along in a long bl- uh, black frock. Um, he's seen in a number of varying places. He's seen crossing the road, and the apparition is often seen uh, near the site where Virgil Earp was ambushed and shot in the arm. Now, that shot in the arm uh, crippled him for life. And so people sometimes see that the spirit has, uh, uh, is holding his arm or is having a difficult time making his way across the street. And that leads them to believe that this is the ghost of Virgil or just Sam Elliott dressed (laughs) in a long, (laughs) in a long frock, a long frock. (laughs) Um, there's a woman in a white dress that has been spied on the tombstone streets. One legend tells that she is a fretful mother whose child died from yellow fever in the 1880s. She was so devastated from this death that she... What do you think she did? Um, I think you know, she moved and started over. Everyone, yeah. Met a nice man. Met a nice man. Yeah. Went to Cancun for just <laughs> some her time. Did a little right. eat, pray, love. Eat, Went pray, love. Went to Bali. Over, yeah, Europe. Yeah. yeah, that sounds nice. No, she killed herself. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that is terrible. So, anywho, she's seen <laughs> walking the streets bereft from the loss of her child, Ugh. having murdered herself because of pain and anguish. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, 
There is a different version of this particular story of the woman wandering the streets. Okay. Um, this is the tale that claims that she was a brothel madam. Ah. Who was hanged. <gasps> for crimes I do not know. Prostitution was legal. Here, but, so what did they hang her for? Theft. Betrayal? Well, so I'm wondering. Theft or betrayal, by Theft the way. or betrayal. Or secrets or treason. Yeah. All of those things. But now I have it in my mind thinking about, like, there were multiple brothels in I this mean, town. I mean, not multiple, like, majority brothels. There were brothels. P.S. If something was called a hotel, a saloon, or a house, we'll <laughs> right. get to all of them. But I'm just thinking. They were a brothel. I'm just thinking of the competition amongst mm. amongst them and how she could have been, like, you know, betrayed by someone or yeah. sold out by someone. And so these ladies were probably like going after each other as well. That's true. I will say this, uh, uh, just to counter Dick this a little bit mm-hmm. to me. And it doesn't have to be the case to me. A hanging seems judicious. Yes. Agreed. Wherein it seems as though, I mean, if there were a trial, it was a dog and pony show. But, like, if you were going to go after somebody, if you were just going to murder somebody, you'd probably shoot them or poison them or just, like, fucking hatch at them. Totally. That's why I was saying, it's not, you know, it could have been, like, one of, like, her girls turned her in. Turned her in for something. Uh, Or, like, one of her, like, testified against her. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Well, this lady. I'm the madam now. Yes. You've said that so many times since we went karaoke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the madam now. <laughs> and then you sang Celine, which was so weird. Um, and killed it. You killed it, but I don't know why you kept saying I'm the madam now. Um, this hanged brothel madam uh, uh, continues to stalk the streets in search of her execution- executioners. I hope she finds some. I hope she does too. Uh, guys, lawlessness was not the only cause of the uh, death in Tombstone's heyday. Um, twice it suffered through terrible fires. Now, you must remember these are sort of like, um, I keep mentioning Deadwood on HBO. If you haven't seen it, see, in it, see it. It's a bunch of wooden houses put up very, very quickly or tent sort of scenarios. Yeah. Kind of not built to last, built to serve a function. You yeah, know what I mean, it, right. But I don't know that they were really thinking about longevity. Lo- yeah, yeah, they were there to mine and um, make their money and go someplace else, go home. Yeah, they were they were clearly temporary transients. Yeah, yeah, just to keep so, and like you know per- keep the cold air out as much as it could and like yeah, I mean yeah, a lot of them like the the nicer hotels and brothels were made of wood and had like right you know, some form of shelter, some, some yeah you know. Good times. Some were very, very fancy, in fact, but a lot of the other, a lot of the other things were kind of lean tos. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, twice there were terrible fires, lots of open fires at this time, of course, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, all this wood was very flammable. 1881, we had a terrible fire, and in 1882, we had a terrible fire. During these two infernos, um, significant areas of the business district were wiped out. And more than 40 men lost their lives in crowded saloons and brothels. Wow. Although I do have to say, um, died doing what they loved. Fine. <laughs> doing it. I will say this. Well, <laughs> as my best friend, um, if I don't die uh, screwing or drinking, <laughs> you have not been a good wingman. 
Same. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Jay Stagman, 98, died on a morphine drip in a <laughs> nursing home and was laid in a potter's field. I'd be like, what happened? <laughs> I thought we were going to Vegas. <laughs> I hate it there. Oh, man. Anyway, so these 40 uh, men... Um, actually this might be a good one for Amy Allen. Cause she might like see that. I don't know. Amy Allen's from the dead files. She's a little kooky mooky this season. We're not sure for fans, but, Ugh, uh, I just watched one the other day and I just, just no. Um, but anyway, <laughs> these 40 long dead suffering men, uh, are said to walk the streets and often in confusion. Um, and they, uh, appear to people complete with drastic burns, mm-hmm. often smell like smoke and burning materials. Uh, but they do have a tendency because of the uh, where the business dist- district was and the brothels and the saloons that caught on fire right next to each other sort of have like a, a, a parade type feel. Okay. Remember we were watching that episode and that woman said she felt a parade? Yeah. It sort of feels like a parade. Well, and it could be yeah, – so that could be residual or it could be – probably residual. Yeah. I mean it could be one of those things where they died so suddenly too that it's like a – surprise state of death where they don't know that they're mm-hmm. dead and they're just like wandering. Uh, but probably more residual. We're going to go to the red Buffalo Triton. Okay. Mm-hmm. The ghost of Morgan Earp uh, is said to haunt red Buffalo trading. This is the store on the site of Campbell and Hatch billiard saloon where Morgan was killed playing billiards. And he was the youngest Earp, right? I think so. And he was, that's right. He was, wasn't was he? sort of the sweetheart. Yeah. Wasn't he Earps. killed by one of the cowboys? Uh, it, w- from what I can tell, he was just, uh, I think in the movies we led to believe anyone who's bad is a cowboy. No, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is. In yeah. this case, he was in the billi- billiard hall and he was just murdered over billiards. Got it. Could have been a cowboy. I don't know. That's why I don't play billiards. Right. It's a very dangerous sport. That and you're terrible at it. I hate it. Because <laughs> I'm bad at it. Yeah. Uh, according to the employees at the Red Buffalo Trading, Morgan's ghost is very friendly and helpful. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. This is so weird and almost creepier than being mean. Late at night, Morgan Earp is said to be uh, uh, known to help out with restocking shelves and tidying the store. Oh, <laughs> He needs something to do. Yeah, man. Get that guy a Sudoku. Man, I wish we could pay him. Yeah. That's super helpful. Yeah, Morgan, that's sweet. Um, I want to take you to Big Nose Kate Saloon. (laughs) Wait, Big Nose is in Nose on your face? Big Nose on her face. Big Nose. Big Nose Kate Saloon? Yeah. So her name was Big Nose Kate. Oh, poor Kate. Well, she named... It was her fucking saloon, dude. All right. So she's like, yo, I'm Big Nose Kate. You want to drink here or what? I think it's kind of nice. I think okay. it's like calling out shit beforehand. Like, listen, Captain Hook is like, hey, I dare you to look at my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Big Nose Kate's like, what are you looking at? Uh-huh. Uh, what, you, right. what do you think about my nose? Bit. What if it was just ironic? Could have been ironic. Could she, could because she, she, really she, she might have had, big. like, a Voldemort nose. Oh. And also, Noelle's doing object work boobs. <laughs> Tell the people to prevent you're... people from looking down there. Yeah, don't look at my look at my. Yeah, Voldemort I'm just pointing nose. at my Voldemort nose. It's <laughs> <laughs> been shaved down. Ah, big nose, Kate. Like Melania, I've also been missing for three three weeks due to plastic surgery. Oh, Melania. just J- J- J.K. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. 
bring it back to Voldemort. <laughs> uh, we should mention we drink on this show. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> in case you, I mean, like sometimes I think people are like, what is wrong with you? We are um, currently actively drinking. Off the rails. Um, the Big Nose Cakes, uh, there are several ghosts. Um, the most famous one is uh, The Swamper. <laughs> yeah. The fucking dumb name. Um, it word. either strikes fear in your heart or you're like, wait, what? The Swamper was... <laughs> it gets worse. The Swamper was a janitor in the hotel who lived in the basement. No. Yeah. By the way, if you're called the Swamper and you're living in the wild, wild west... Um, and the swamper is maybe some indication that you smell like fucking shiznit. You probably smell real bad. These people never showered. Oh no. Yeah. They mined all day and boned all night, drank whiskey, pooped themselves. And they were like, yo, you smell. No one, no one did that guy. No one had sex with that man. The swamper? The swamper. <laughs> they kept him in the basement. Well, he was a big nose case. I might have given him a a, a, oh. a pity F. He was probably he was probably a little mentally handicapped and now I feel bad. Ugh, I'm sorry, the swamper. Well <laughs> unknown to <laughs> unknown to hotel proprietors, he dug a private tunnel into one of the tombstone mines and helped himself to some silver ore. Oh. Yeah. Legit- so maybe I, I stand corrected. Leaped to a conclusion. Uh, legend suggests that he still protects his hidden fortune. <laughs> Have they found it? Uh, nine. But there are, um, uh, like, um, what are the words for it? Uh, tunnels? Tunnels. Catacombs? So okay. Yeah, tunnels. I'm doing things with my hands. There are tunnels underneath, um, Big Nose Cakes. I, uh, recently saw an episode of Monk. <laughs> uh, Why? Uh, because on the weekends they do marathons. You do a shalub. You have a shalub. I like the shalub. I used to work with his niece. <laughs> I know you said this. Um, but he's from Green Bay, Wisconsin. I know. Uh, uh, and it was about, um, an old miner who found all this gold and he melted it down into ink and just like wrote it into all of these journals so no one could find it. And then they like melted, had to like burn the books to melt it. I was like, how any fucking sense. Brilliant. But also does that really work no. if you're burning all the paper? No, I don't think so. What? Yeah. That's no. what I thought. But Mom. I mean, I don't know. We could be wrong. Hey, listen, um, communicate with us. You can reach us at, uh, high spirit, Chicago at gmail.com. You can reach us on our Facebook page, which is high spirit, Chicago, um, podcast, maybe. At Facebook, um, you can see us on iTunes, which is High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Um, always visit us on iTunes. We love you there. Mm-hmm. Um, our home jam, our uh, home skittle is uh, SoundCloud. Visit, visit, visit us there. We're on Instagram at High Spirit Chicago. Yeah, dude, we IG. We also, uh, right. we Twitter like mofos. We do. We We're do. High Spirit Chic. Correct. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. And, uh, yeah, after, after birthday karaoke, I was not doing much the following day. Monk marathon. Continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you are visiting the, uh, tunnels underneath, um, big nose Kate saloon, <laughs> be careful. The swamper doesn't like women <laughs> and he will push you. It's true. He'll push I you. I just want to write. Something so badly with the Swamper. Yeah, the I mean, I think, I think, by the way, that should be a movie. I think you would watch it. 
I think you'd probably give it a two out of five on Netflix. I think the Swamper would... <laughs> <laughs> the Swamper would have to be the villain. By the way, the Swamper would have Tara Reid and Ian Ziering. <laughs> I still haven't watched any of those movies, and I will never. Um, we're going to move on. I stand. Yeah. You want to? I, I wish we would. I'm sorry. I'm totally sidetracking us. That's okay. On the regular. On the reg. <laughs> we're going to go to the Buford house. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a ghost of a jilted groom. Okay. There. His name is George Daves. He used to live in the Buford house. Um, his love, who lived across the street from him, was called Pietra. Okay. Um, George shot his cheating lover, Pietra. No. Yeah, after he saw her walking home one night, arm in arm with another man. Oh, Pietra. That is some jealousy, George. You got to get your fucking shit in grip. They Ooh, were arm in arm. In. Arm in arm. She's doing it then. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Listen. He fired his I know what arm in arm means. He's holding her up to balance her because she's wasted. Ah, so she deserved it. She's no one so even talked about what she was drunk. wearing. All that sarsaparilla. <laughs> Pietro is asking for it. I'm just kidding. That is supposed to be social commentary, and I don't know if it right. Um, we, uh, uh, we so uh, at work, I've ins- I've instituted a 30 minute Jeopardy break every day, um, and one of the <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing you haven't been fired. <laughs> no. Hey, we get shit done. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, they, uh, uh, the final Jeopardy of one recently was um, one of the, the answer was this man was part of the serene order of cuckolds. Oh my God. Which is incredible that that was even yeah. a thing. I, I don't remember what the answer was well look it up send it to highspiritchicago at gmail.com we were just so laser focused on that i'm gonna finish with the uh story here uh george fired his revolver four times twice at pietra and then at himself he was found he was found uh dead lying in a pool of blood and dirt with a hole in his head but she lived to tell the tale pietra George is known to flick the lights on and off and knock on the walls. He even rings the doorbell at 3 a.m. The witching hour. The witching. His dark shadow uh, is uh, can be seen as a figure in the hallway of the house. His face has been uh, seen in mirrors on numerous, Ugh, numerous occasions, no. which I know that you like. God. George. George, everybody, has a little bit of an issue with the ladies. Unlike our old friend, the Swamper, George <laughs> likes to uh, fondle booties. No, yeah. no, George. If you're walking through Buford House and you're a sexy lady, you might get a little uh, uh, booty fondling. <laughs> George. Yes. Uh, you also may get a gentle stroke to the neck, which <laughs> to me seems worse. <laughs> I don't know why. Um Oh my god, last but not least. sounds so like creepy to me. It's worse, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while, Noelle, since we've talked about sex with the dead. Spectrophilia. Uh huh. Untrue. We definitely talked about it in uh, something recently, but I don't remember what it was. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with spectrophilia, (laughs) it is when a ghost, you and a ghost have sex. Uh, It could be consensual or it could be unconsensual. Uh, George Daves is apparently having non consensual sex. Oh, with women who stay in the Buford house. Uh, this is a nice, mild way to put it. 
There was a woman who woke up in the middle of the night with uh, the sensation of electricity running right through her body. And then she threw her covers off and felt as though a human body were being thrown off of her. Was it actually, was she sleeping with an electric blanket? Uh, she was voting George Daves the ghost. Okay. Yeah. He He's... also uses an electric blanket, <laughs> okay. though. <laughs> uh, I got one more. You want to do one more? I would love it. All right. We just got one more here for Tombstone. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Birdcage Theater Museum. Yes. Um, the Birdcage is reputed to be one of the most haunted places in Tombstone. Uh, allegedly, it contains as many as 31 ghosts. Wow. Right? The birdcage was named for its, and this is very weird. I don't understand it, and I cannot answer any questions, comma, no wow. <laughs> Sometimes I can't help it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I can answer other things. This makes absolutely no sense to me. So just let me read it. Okay. The birdcage was named for its 14 small cribs hanging from the ceiling that once housed painted ladies dressed as finely feathered birds. After its opening in 1881, it quickly gained a reputation as the wildest place in town. So much so that even faraway spots, uh, uh, as far as New York, the New York Times said of it, quote, the birdcage, the birdcage theater is the wildest, wickedest night spot between Basin Street and the Barbary Coast. What? I have a lot of questions. I think by cribs they mean bird cages, but it's weird. I think they mean bird cages as well. And then they were women. They were like women in bird cages, but they weren't actual women. They were like statues or like model, like painted ladies, painted ladies, dressed in finely feathered. So were the ladies actually like were they live women that were painted? Was it? Like I'm going, going to, to tell like you this. Studio I don't 54, know. and there are people dancing in cages. I want to think that. I have so many questions. I don't have any I answers. Know. It sucks. I, I want need to... to know. I'll find out. I won't, because I'll forget about it as soon as we turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey guys, let's talk about murder. Yay! Yay! The most gruesome of no, the murders. No, don't condone murder. Uh, <laughs> speak for your damn self. I mean, I don't condone it. I I'm going to apologize for everything Jay's saying. I'm very interested in it. <laughs> uh, there's a difference. Condoning and finding an interest in something. Correct. Is whatever. Okay. Sorry. Apologies. The most gruesome of murders took place here. Uh, okay. So two prostitutes got in a brawl and one got the upper hand by repeatedly mm. stabbing the other in the chest. Jesus. With the sharp heel of her. Nope. Stiletto. Oh my god, she single white female her. She stilettoed her, dude. <sighs> she Jennifer Jason Lee that shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Bridget Fonda was like, no. <laughs> In your face. That's awesome. The stiletto was found a whole century later behind the theater. And <gasps> yeah, and is now on display there along with other old and maybe haunted memorabilia. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Go check that out. Cool. And um, awful. There have been awful. loads of reports of ghostly goings on here um, of people seeing prostitutes floating by, <laughs> which is fascinating. <laughs> hey, Sailor. Dude, when I, 
When I wrote that down on my piece of paper, I could not help it. I was like, wait, what? Can you imagine? Why don't you come and see me sometime? Just, like, they're all just kind of like, so amazing. Like, moving through the room. That's the best Prostitutes thing ever. floating by. <laughs> they're like, hand behind their head, like, legs up in the air, just like, Meh. Fucking amazing. Now, I have to say this, because I'm I'm a very uh, logical person when it comes to ghosting. <laughs> I can't see I know. starting today. As in life, as in death. I, I would have to. I would have to just argue here that if a prostitute didn't float in real life, chances are she's not floating in death. Oh my god, it's so good. That's the best thing. I've That's ever the best heard. thing. I'm going to the Birdcage Theater Museum just to see a prostitute float by me. Oh, so funny. Um, let's see. I just have this. I have the best. Like all I keep thinking about is the episode of The Simpsons with the burlesque house, mm. and just like what that would have looked like if all of those ladies were like just like just zipping floating. around, floating around, floating. Yeah, <laughs> we had another woman somewhere who was floating. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I know I don't either, but, but I remember saying floating a lot. Floating. What was she doing? Floating. <laughs> who are these floating people? Oh my god. Um, people who go to the Birdcage Theater Museum. Uh, uh, report that things are very physical there so okay. uh, be very careful when you go there because ghosts are not supposed to be able to touch you just fyi so i'm sorry right now you said that it's a museum it was a theater now it's the, a museum yeah okay mm-hmm. got it mm-hmm. um people claim to be uh being pushed not good no uh people claim to be being touched not as bad well what kind of a touch well, I don't know. Is it a gentle Sensual. stroke? Is it a gentle stroke to the neck? <laughs> Which is grosser. I'd rather be pushed. Thanks. Uh, between 1881 and 1889, the birdcage never closed its door. They were open 24 hours a day. Dang. It was a gambling, drinking uh, establishment, and other vices uh, could be found there. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> all, the, all the good all things. All the things. All the opium, all the sex, all the things. Mm-hmm. Um... You could probably find a cockfight if you wanted to. Right. Not a nice place. Uh, there are 140 bullet holes that can still be viewed at the birdcage today. Wow. Mm-hmm. Late at night. Yeah. I know. Late at night, the noise of clinking glasses and cards being shuffled can be heard. <laughs> I can't roll my... And uh, chandeliers sway in the lobby. Clank, clank. Are you Dolby, Dolby sounding over there? I'm doing a great job. Okay. All right. Uh, the smell of lavender perfume and smoke can be smelled. Um, people have heard they hear the faint sound of a lady singing and the noise of a music box playing itself. And finally, one of the most regularly spotted ghosts is a man wearing black, t- excuse me, black striped pants and a visor who carries a clipboard and walks from one side of the stage to the other and then disappears through the wall. What? I know. Visor. Dude, get it together. Why are you wearing a visor? Wait. Is also, he... that's not the, that's not the most important part of the no, story. No, I'm focused on the black, black striped pants. Yeah, I think he is. It sounds to me that he's a worker there and he, he's got a clipboard He's wearing a visor. He's probably a He's money- like an accountant. He's probably a money accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, he uh, disapparates behind the walls. So what's happening there today? Today, uh, 
Tombstone is a tourist town for people who are interested in going to see uh, ghost towns in the wild, wild west. I do, but I would it's imagine it's very hot. schlocky and sort of Wisconsin delsy. That's a bummer, right? Yeah. Well, let us know if you've been there. Yeah. We'd like to see pictures. Sure. I mean, we can find them online. No, no, no. We want to see your pictures. <gasps> yes, we want to see your picture. Put half of your face in with some sort of schlocky floating prostitute. Please. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you find a floating prostitute slash sex worker. Oh, man. That would be the best image I've ever seen oh in my, my life. Oh, my God. I just, like. We would be so happy that we would have to go sing our feelings. Oh, God. I love it. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this program called High Spirits. Really appreciate you going to that Wow Wow West with wow, us wow today. West. Um, we thank you for t- uh, going all the way back to Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Jay Stagman. As always, this is Noel Schmidt. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking Vallejo from Half Acre Beer Company. And what are you drinking, darling? I am drinking Silk and Spice and all that is nice. Yeah. Um, we here at High Spirits could not do this without you. Your listenership is so important to us. Um, the last thing Noel wants to say to you is um, almost as creepy as um, a gentle stroke to the neck. It's <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, so. sweet dreams.